Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Let's go to the Bissell Mansion Restaurant and Murder Mystery Dinner Theater in North St. Louis. You step inside a nearly 200-year-old house. A friendly restaurant staff will take your order and show you to the cocktail hour buffet. You'll be greeted by several professional actors getting set to put on a show. But you'll also get a name tag and be assigned a part to play yourself. This past Saturday, a number of guests had just received their acting assignments in Bissell's newest production, The Phantom of the Grand Old Opry, when our producer Evie Hempel began talking with them. She asked about their various roles. Would folks be willing to say who you are and who you're playing in the murder mystery? Do you want to start? I'm Brianna Campbell in real life, and my um, actor is Brittany Spurs. <laughs> my name is India, and my character is Amanda Will Kill Some, because I will kill some. I'm Tiffany, and I'm playing Brittany's mom. I'm Dallas Truex. I'm playing Darth Brooks. I'm Mary Harshman, and I'm playing Martina McBride. McDied. <laughs> Before long, this dinner crowd is getting into character as Bissell Mansion actors Linda Spall and Charles Huvelman guide them through the first act. Or they try to. Some of the scenes are going a little bit awry. Linda, who at this point is playing a yet-to-be-murdered character, tries to instruct two men on their shared speaking part. guests enjoy their salad, Linda slips upstairs for a costume change, as she will next be playing Dolly Pardon. This isn't her first murder mystery. I started doing, actually, the Royal Dump Dinner Theater for many years, and that was down on the landing, and it was where King Henry VIII comes in with the wenches, and my name was Carmen Gettit. Not my real name, but there, yes. So I started doing that, and then I branched off to Murder Mysteries and did boats and dinner trains and that kind of thing and a lot of restaurants, dinner theater type things. And What keeps you doing it? What do you enjoy about it? What do I enjoy about it? I love to make people laugh. I grew up with my dad making me watch Bob Hope, and he just would sit there and say, look what he's doing for these people. And it just really stuck. Her colleague in comedic mayhem on this particular night, Charles, has been working at Bissell for over a decade, year-round. Right now we have three males and three females actors on staff, so we rotate around and it gives us a chance to still do plays at other theaters because if, when we're not here one night, one of the other actors is here instead doing the same show. And it sounds like there's quite a murder mystery theater scene in town, is that right? I mean, I know there's Lent Mansion, there's Bissell. Are there other places where this sort of activity happens frequently? Yeah, there's one called the Dinner Detective, which used to be down on Laclede's Landing, but they've moved somewhere out to the county now. And uh, there used to be some others, but some of them have come and gone. The Lent Mansion and the Bissell Mansion are the two that have been the longest, around the longest, and also uh, 
they've had the most staying power, I guess, here in town. As the plot of the Phantom of the Grand Ole Opry moves along through the several course meal, the audience members slash actors seem to slowly improve their performances. In fact, some of them even have singing roles. Here, they join in on the second verse of Tammy Wino's song about a divorce. Now, ladies, R-D-I-B-O-R-C. And that was our from our producer, Evie Hemphill, at the Bissell Mansion in North St. Louis. And here to discuss these murders and these mysteries is actor John Vulo. John, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Now, I know you're an actor, not a historian, but right. hoping you can still give us a little history. What is the Bissell Mansion? Well, the Bissell Mansion uh, is the oldest brick residence uh, in St. Louis. Hmm. Uh, it was built in 1823 by Louis Bissell who uh, was a military um, man. He has a past of, um, his whole family was in the military. And uh, in, uh, I think he was 19 when he started in the military and he was sent out to the frontier. And when he came back from the frontier, he bought uh, about 1,500 acres here in St. Louis, hmm. which became Bissell Point in North St. Louis, which was one of the uh, prime areas to live at the time. Hmm. And he had 1,500 acres there. And then uh, when, uh, he lived there for four decades, and he had two wives. His first wife died, and then he married later. Uh, and then he died in the house, and mm. I think he's still there sometimes. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> It's a haunted mansion. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, uh, but then in the 50s, the highway was coming through, and they were going to demolish the house. Hmm. And some folks that lived in the area and knew the history of the house wanted to preserve it, so they formed a uh, corporation and they, they bought the Bissell Mansion. And then sometime later, they, dis- they started opening some uh, restaurants there. And eventually, someone came up with the idea, hey, why don't we do a murder mystery? And so and this has been going on for decades? Since 1979, 1980, in, Whoa. That, in that time. More yeah. than a few decades. Right, right. Yeah. And so how long have you been acting in these shows? I've been doing it for 21 years. Good uh, for you. Yeah, and I, what keeps you coming back to this? Well, you know, I, I always did theater from the time I was like 17 years old. And I went to school for theater. I actually became a theater teacher, and I mm-hmm. taught theater for a lot of years. But... Uh, Performing was something I always did. And someone saw me doing Big Daddy and Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, which is a very serious play, yeah. and thought that I would be funny and could do, you know, Murder Mystery Dinner Theater. So she, she brought me in. Uh, her name was Delia Schindler, and she and I are still working together today. Uh, but then s- someone else brought me to the Bissell, and so I've worked there for 21 years, and it just got in, in my blood. I love working in front of the people, and it's, it's, it allows me to do improv. It allows me to – I write some of the shows there at the, at the Bissell. 
and it's just a lot of fun. Was that just a huge transition, though, to go from, like, actors who know what they're doing to just members of the public, they're in off the street? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a big deal. And the other thing was to break that fourth wall for me, because a lot of actors, you don't ever talk to the audience. And in this, these shows, you have to. In these shows, you have to. And that takes a different kind of ability that, you know, a lot of actors would be scared to death to do that, you know. And, uh, but I found it something that, that I enjoyed doing, and I'm constantly listening for ways to get off that script, you know. So, you actually enjoy the, the veering oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yeah. them a little note of improv and... Give me, give me a place to go and we'll go there, you know. You want to play? Let's play, <laughs> you know. And then we get back to the script if we can remember where we were when we left <laughs> off. <laughs> I hope things don't get too badly off track. You still need to solve that mystery. We need to solve that mystery, you know. We need to get that done. But it's, it's a fun night for everybody. And, and, and what's interesting about the Bissell is that uh, you come there with your husband or with your partner Party, uh, or corporation, you know, and uh, you're not knowing what to expect, especially if you're a first timer. And usually the wives are dragging their husbands to go. Because this this they, sounds like my husband. These yeah. guys don't want to have that. fun with this. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. How do you get them past that? That sort of a well, macho. I'm, well, basically, I'm not doing this. I tell them, look, you know, if you don't do it, we can't have a show. You know, because <laughs> you got lies to say. Pressure's on you. But no, if someone really doesn't want to do it, I'll find someone else to do it that night. You know, uh, we've never had a situation where we couldn't find people to, to stand up and, and take their parts. So are not all diners a, a critical role in this? You could maybe discard some supporting parts oh, if Oh, absolutely, need be. absolutely. That's why, like in this show, that uh, you were listening to them singing. Well, there's audience lines where it's audience participation, okay? So you're part of the show, but you don't really have to get up and, and necessarily do something, or you're doing it in unison with everybody else, so you don't feel that difficult. You know, that's that difficult of a thing for you to do. But some people really want to take on those roles. You know, it's their opportunity to shine. Do you see that some people almost get a little too into it? And it's oh, like, yeah. sit down, girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then I'll tell them, okay, you're done. Sit down. You know, <laughs> that's not in the script. You know, I don't know where you're going, but that's not in the script. You know, like the bleep, you know, that wasn't in the script. Uh, <laughs> these scripts are, are safe for NPR, even yeah, if the performers aren't. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's always done with two actors. And then the rest of the parts are made up by audience members. Okay. And okay. you two actors, you have to kind of bring everyone along we're, with you. We're, we're controlling the show, you know. And But you can see a show on Friday night, like with Charlie and, and uh, Linda. And then the next night you're going to see Brian and, uh, and Vicki Beckelman, who wrote this show. Uh, they're going to do it differently. And then Brenda Fowler and myself might come the next night. And all of us bring our own flavor to the characters. And so we do it differently. But you could see the same actors on a different night, and it's going to be a different show because <laughs> what the audience brings to it. Do you find people come back a number oh, of yeah. times because of that element? It's, Abs it's fresh. Absolutely. It's fresh, and it, it's different every time. And we do a show for at the Bissell. We do it for... Uh, a, uh, a, a four month or three month period, depending on the, on the, the show, and uh, then we change it and we do another one, and then we we do four shows a year. This so. is actually a perfect segue to what I, I do wanted to ask you about. I know there's Phantom of the Grand Old Opry. Right. Next up is Coldfinger, yes. but the next two are shows that you've written. Right. Um, class reunions can be murder. Yes, they can. And Murder on Twenty Fourth Street. What makes for a good Thirty Fourth Street? My bad classic. on that. Yes, a Christmas class. A Christmas classic with some murder. What makes for a premise that works in this kind of environment? Well, like 
you know, Brian and Vicky and I write the shows there at the Bissell, and uh, we each write individually. So the way I write my shows is I usually come up with a premise, and then I'll try to fill that audience with as many people that might be involved in that as possible. So You're like, looking for multiple small parts. Yeah, right. So, like, you know, for class reunion, I, I've drawn, drawn from other uh shows that uh, people would be familiar with, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, 16 Candles mm -hmm. and, and uh, Risky Business, anything that has to do with high school, you mm -hmm. know. And, and I mean, in this one, Carrie is the prom queen, you know, and, and uh, you know, there's a mean girl in that. that, that this is a that brilliant premise for yeah. a, a murder theater. There's so many great high school movies. Right, right. You know, I wrote one called Nursery Crimes, where everybody in the audience is from a different nursery uh, 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 tale, you know, a uh, folk tale. And, uh, you know, that when I play the big butt bad wolf and my partner plays the wicked witch that's written in every single show and everybody in the audience is, you know, Little Bo Peep and, you know, Little Red Riding Hood and Humpty Dumpty didn't fall off the wall, he was pushed, you know, and we got to figure it out. You, know, you could have so much fun with this. Really do. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like there's an indefinite number of, yeah. of places you could take these things. Absolutely. Yeah. And every one of them has a different premise. So, uh, you know, the the show we're doing now is, is set in... Uh, uh, Actually, Branson, Missouri. Mm, perfect. Uh, but it's it it's got you know Grand Ole Opry people in it. So people that like country western uh, show, you know, uh, stars and that sort of thing. You know, a lot of good puns in there. Right, a lot of good puns. Darth Brooks. Yeah, we right, heard. Yeah, yeah. And and the show's just it it's a lot of fun for people. What I was saying before is you know people will drag their husbands there, but then they always want to come back. They, you know? Even the husbands. And they come just back. had a great time when you know I don't know maybe they drank a little bit and at the end of the night they're happier, but you know they do have a good time. Yeah. The, the bar may ease things along for these actors. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they need that to get through their uh, their scene, you know. <laughs> well, this, I mean, this just sounds like a blast. So yeah. if people want to know more about this, uh, the Bissell Mansion website, it sounds like all the information right, is going right. to be there. Yeah, you can go on the Bissell uh, website and find out the information of upcoming shows. And you're there every Saturday? Well, we're there. It depends. We, we have a schedule, you know, uh, of where we are. And we do do other things in town, so it's, it's when we're available. When sort you of can. Thing. Yeah. And, and uh, so, you know, you Usually I'm there four or five times a month uh, at the Bissell. So that's actor John Vulo, and you'll be able to catch him at four or five times a month at the Bissell and also see some of the shows that he's helped to write. So, John, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.